Um, I didn't want to come, and I don't want to be here. I'm the son of an Atlanta City police officer. Um, my cousin is an Atlanta City police officer, and my other cousin East Point police officer. And I got a lot of love and respect for police officers, down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta that even after becoming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed with niggers. Here we are 80 years later. I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment. I don't want to be here but I'm responsible to be here because it wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city and so many other cities it was people like my grandmother people like my aunts and uncles who were members of SCLC and NAACP and in particular Reverend James Orange Mrs. Alice Johnson and Reverend Love who we just lost last year. So I'm duty-bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. And it is the responsibility of us to make this better right now. We don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. And as I sit here in Georgia, home of Stevens, Georgia, former vice president of the Confederacy, white man said that law, fundamental law stated that whites were naturally the superior race and the confederacy was built on a cornerstone it's called a cornerstone speech look it up the cornerstone speech that blacks would always be subordinate that officer believed that speech because he killed that man like an animal in this city officers have done horrendous things and they have been prosecuted this city's cut different in this city you can find over 50 restaurants owned by black women I didn't say minority, and I didn't say women of color. 
So after you burn down your own home, what do you have left but char and ash? CNN, Ted did a great thing. I love CNN. I love Cartoon Network. But I'd like to say to CNN right now, karma's a mother. Stop feeding fear and anger every day. Stop making people feel so fearful. Give them hope. I'm glad they only took down a sign and defaced a building and they're not killing human beings like that policeman did. I'm glad that they only destroyed some brick and mortar and they didn't rip a father from a son. They didn't rip a a son from a mother like the policeman did. When a man yells for his mother in duress and pain and she's dead, he is essentially yelling, please, God, don't let it happen to me. And we watch that. So my question for us on the other side of this camera is after it burns, will we be left with charred or will we rise like a phoenix out of the ashes that Atlanta has always done? Will we use this as a moment to say that we will not do what other cities have done and in fact we will get better than we've been? We got good enough to destroy cash bonds. You don't have to worry about going to jail for some petty. We got smart enough to decriminalize marijuana. How smart are we going to be in the next 15 or 20 years to keep us ahead of this curve? So that much like when South Africa suffered apartheid, you had Andy and other politicians that could make sure that Atlanta said, Coca-Cola, we love you. But if you don't pull out of South Africa, we're going to leave. We're not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore. Coca-Cola jumped on their side and apartheid ended. So we have an opportunity now. Because I'm mad, I don't have any good advice. But what I can tell you is that if you sit in your homes tonight, Instead of burning your home to the ground, you will have time to properly plot, plan, strategize, and organize and mobilize in an effective way. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out your census so that people know who you are and where you are. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bullshit. Put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that brings marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. I love and I respect you. I hate I don't have more to say. I hate I can't fix it in a snap. I hate Atlanta's not perfect for as good as we are. But we have to be better than this moment. We have to be better than burning down our own homes. Because if we lose Atlanta, what else we got? We lose an ability to plot, to plan, to strategize, to organize, and to properly mobilize. I want you to go home. I want you to talk to 10 of your friends. I want you guys to come up with real solutions. I would like for the Atlanta City Police Department to bring back the Community Review Board, one that Alice Johnson was formerly under, under Chief Turner. We need a review board here because we need to get ahead of it before an officer does some stupid shit. We need to get ahead of it. That's my recommendation to my mayor and my chief. Let's get a review board. Let's get ahead of it. And let's give them power. We don't need an officer that makes a mistake once, twice, three times, and finally he kills a boy on national TV, and the next thing you know, the country is burning down. We don't need a dumbass president repeating what segregationists said. You start looting, we start shooting. But the problem is some officers black and some people are going to shoot back. And that's not good for our community either. I love and respect you all. I hope that we find a way out of it because I don't have the answers. But I do know we must plot, we must plan, we must strategize, organize, and mobilize. 
Thank you for allowing me some time to speak. I'd like to appreciate our chief for what she said on YouTube. I thought it was very bold to do. I'd like to appreciate our mayor for talking to us like a black mama and telling us to take our ass at home. And I'd like to talk, like to thank my friend for convincing me to come here. And I'll defer to Joe Beasley now because he knows a hell of a lot more than we do. Thank y'all. You would think we've been smoking weed. <laughs> What up? What's going on? Oh, we've been recording. <laughs> we've been recording this whole time. <laughs> God damn. What's good? Everything, man. Everything, dude. It's oh my god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what a time to be alive, man. Interesting time. What man. a time to be alive. Yeah. What is what is not happening is the question. Justice. The city was on fire over the weekend, or was it just a target? Or uh, well. They started at the CNN building. I didn't see too much of what went on after that, but I hear that it. We're speaking about Atlanta, right? Atlanta rioting. We got in let's, the city. Let's, let's get the proper introduction to our brother. Like, Fab well, set know, it off. Fab, we gotta honor the brother and tell his story, but also talk about what, what's what's happening out here. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, welcome to another episode of Black on Purpose. Uh, this is J Fab. King Shogun Illustrate uh, We are black on purpose um, Where are we starting at here? I don't know I don't, <laughs> look, I don't know where to begin man. George we, Floyd I mean do we start yeah. with Trump? Do we start with Like how did how, how did we get here? I would say let's just go ahead and get George Floyd yeah, let's Protest George. That's on everybody's mind anyway um, and Yeah get, rest in peace man And condolences yeah, to the family Condolences to the family Yes and everybody, everybody has to uh, deal with that personally, man. I, I know how rough that is to have a family member snatched, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially a situation that could have been easily avoided. Easily. Very easily. The people that we pay to protect and serve, protect and serve. Yeah. And, and well, I'll say this. Like, at up until very recently, I, I wasn't even really – like up on what the actual incident and situation was that happened with this guy. All I knew yeah. is just like, damn, man, here we go again. Right. Another one. I think all the details are still kind of sketchy, but yeah, what do death we know? penalty ain't, that's not, <clears throat> death is not the penalty for whatever it is he could have been charged with that day. No, for nothing. No. Um, what we do know, um, there was some involvement with, Either uh, forge like a clerk a check store, yeah. or dollar bills counterfeit money. Yeah, mm. yeah. But, they said a check at first, then they said it was a suspected counterfeit twenty. Either way, like there's that's let I don't the care what you did. That. Yeah, the, that yeah, does not decide. equate to death. No, you know uh, we've seen this so many times. Of hey, I'm selling cigarettes or CDs. Death, death, like. It I'm doesn't, reaching for my wallet. Yeah, death. death. I'm selling. I have a toy gun. Death. Death. Yeah. yeah. Um, but little girl selling bottled water. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I we, think I think I think we're past numb, and it's just like most of the black people I talk to, most people I talk to, I just they tired of seeing the same shit. Yeah. Just in general. I'm yeah. tired of seeing it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of non. Black people are, I see in the forefront more more so than in the past, and um, I don't know. I think that's needed. 
Yes. I think Shout that's out needed. to the allies out there, man. I we think that's needed you. because police are slower to react when it's, right. you know, a lot of non-black faces in the front. Exercise mm-hmm. your privilege. They don't, they don't just turn the hoses on and just start acting up. I'm seeing they, they're slower. They, they've been retreating in a lot of instances that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Now, so for those, you know, what well, most people do know, but for those who don't, we are in Atlanta, so yeah, we uh, we here. So what's been happening? What past two days over the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, protests all across the country. Um, There's been some stuff down here with the CNN building, and uh, a couple firefighters got hurt. Yeah, everything else. Um, yeah, I hope they okay, <laughs> and I hope they was you know doing yeah. the right thing because I, I, right. I have people that are in EMS and and. You know our responders, so I hope they're all safe, yeah. and just continue to be understanding of what the what the situation is because it's not you versus them. People are frustrated, and you get just can't yell stop at this moment. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying because the 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 fuel's been dumped on the fire, man, and, and people tired of seeing the same shit. People are without tired. regard. Like if this was happening and, and cops was getting locked up, you would see least less and less of it. Yeah. If it was like, oh, they getting arrested, they getting a death penalty. If you saw that, you would see less of it on the other end. And I think that's what the bigger cry is about. Yeah, like, th- how do you how do you maintain how do you how do you s- stop that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you stop them from having the mentality that like we can go in this neighborhood and do any fucking thing we want to do? I got an answer. Consequences. Consequences. There need to be consequences for their actions. Um, I feel like the reason that this happens a lot is because we do not, they don't respect us. No. And they don't respect us because we don't require them to in most cases. Mm. We're a lot of times okay with, with just, we, we take shit. We'll be angry for a moment. There's a whole hashtag movement. Mm-hmm. There's um you know a protest that's organized with the person that you're protesting against. Um, we do a lot of like asking for permission, and I feel like that that needs to stop. Yeah. Revolutions are planned in dark rooms with smoke, and a few people didn't know about it. And yeah. it's, you're not asking it's the not person that you're revolting against yeah. to schedule a time. Mm-hmm. There's no hashtag. So we do that a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fear. But if you're going to see, I straddle the line. Part of me is like flip the chessboard over. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the answer, though. I that's, mean, that's the answer. Because si- if a system's not working, you get rid of the system. But what does that entail? Think about that. Well, the it, reason that it's not happening. Well, like, the reason why? that it's not happening. Yeah. I would say because America is is. America's like anything else. It's a runoff habits. It's just right. a habitually ran system. But if these people are comfortable in this place, they want to maintain that place. So Exactly. They continue you said the key word. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You have to they be uncomfortable to right. change this. You have to damn near like you're literally becoming a criminal. That's why if I'm, you're going to really fight this shit. And that's why I'm not I mean, I'm Most not, I'm not glad that, that I'm not glad that you know people out there being at risk to get their lives taken, burning and looting. I'm not glad at that, but I ain't mad at it. 
I have no sympathy. I I I can't care. I can't I care about your Target building. I can't care about target. your CNN building. I can't care. You can't, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know. I, I would want everybody out there to be safe. You don't want to see another story, but at the same time, I understand. You know it, what I'm saying? Like is, I get it. It's all necessary, man. It is. It is it's all the shift. Necessary. It's the shift. It's the shift. Uh-huh. That's the, the lady in Baltimore that stole on the cop. Like people. People are done, man. Oh yeah, she slapped up for Jesus out of that <laughs> cop twice. But then they did her dirty, man. A yeah, black cop. That black cop did her dirty. Snuck her. Yeah, it's right it's, in the chest. All he had to do was subdue her. That was and, terrible. And he got emotional and fought. Yeah, like you don't see what's going on, man. Like you don't. Your job ain't. Your job shouldn't be held over your integrity. Yeah, I mean, you a black man. That's a black woman. You right. know what's going on right now. You should you not know hold your career feeling. over your integrity. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it sucks to see black cops like willing to hurt people for their job. Now there was, um, I will salute. There are, um, there was a black cop down here that, um, if y'all seen the video, was going around of him talking to the people, saying, "Yo, I understand." Y'all have the right to do this. Y'all pissed off. That's fine. I, I'm i okay with that. Do what you got to do. Um, and talking to the people. Also, there are, a, in a few other states. Um, Michigan. Yeah, yeah Michigan. I seen it in Flint. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the dopest shit. Yeah, they put, they, they put their guns down. It was like, hey, man, whatever y'all got to do. He was like, yep. we want to be here with you. We love you. We here to protect you. At the end of the day, y'all people, man. Yes. yes. That is what we need. Um, a lot of. It. I think a lot of people fail to realize that the police themselves are supposed to serve and protect. De-escalate situations. Yes. <laughs> Not like, escalate situations. <laughs> like we pay for this. So that is what they are supposed to do, to serve and protect. Not the other way around to where we are feeling like we are being uh, policed and uh, harassed in our environments. So please, please, please understand that part. Um, but the history of the police force. Now keep in mind, the police force is not even that old. You know? Yeah. So that's that's come up. I've seen that come up a lot. Yeah. We're talking, I think it was what, 1929, I think, is when it, like when it became what it is today, mm-hmm. like a state-by-state police mm-hmm. Force, you know, and even that was still like, you know, everything still goes back to like slavery and racism, yes. dude. Like it, it's, hey man, it's, you know, race codes, vagrancy man. It's the American way. That's America. <coughs> That's America. That is America. I mean, so when a, when a country is built on con men and <laughs> yeah, people escaping jail time and and fugitives and all of this shit. I mean, of yeah. course they're gonna create laws that bend their way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and think about this: this country loves criminals. Loves them. We we idolize criminals except for when they are black and brown. That is the only time absolutely. when we don't. Yeah. Perfect yeah, example all of about that. The victim. I just sidebar. Perfect example of that. There's an entire museum. Like you know, my ex girlfriend told me about. It. We were thinking about taking a trip to Vegas, and I had never been. And she was like, you know. I want to go out. There's a mafia museum out there. And I'm museum. like, really? A museum <laughs> to the mob? So 
that think about that. There's an entire museum to the mob. I just recently watched a, um, a documentary about this dude named Frank Matthews. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this dude, according to the, now, they have police that were investigating this guy at the time. He was around during the time of like Nicky Barnes, mm-hmm. Pee Wee Kirkland, all of those guys. Mm-hmm. From what they're saying, this dude was like the biggest drug dealer and was challenging the mob because they ran the heroin business at the time and he was challenging them to uh take this shit over and they couldn't fuck with him mm-hmm. at all because mm-hmm. he was that smart he's that powerful and you always watch these documentaries right mm-hmm. and at the end they're like you know he went to jail for x amount of years or he died this dude got away he got away from the mob he got away from the cops they don't know where he's at to this day oh shit he just picked so up what, what, what you watch this It's on, on Tubi. Tu- oh, Tubi. Frank Matthews. Shout out Tubi yeah. once again. Yo, <laughs> Netflix. Tubi is coming for y'all neck, man. <laughs> they, they really are, though. But, I mean, the fact that, you know, there there are countless stories like that that you hear, you know, when it comes to, like, crime and shit like that. And yeah. not saying that we should be celebrating crime or anything like that, but like you said, it's celebrated, but not when it's a black person. Yeah, yeah. and it, it kind of yeah. goes to, you know, people saying, hey, Stop the violence, stop the looting, and stop this. But it's like, dude, like, what do you want us to stop do? Stop and do what? And do what? Like, we've tried peace. We've tried to be humble. We've tried to kneel at a football game. And yes. then y'all took that and flipped that to, oh, you don't care about the veterans. What about you disrespecting? Like, you took it and flipped it. It's always it. a spin. So, yeah, like. Violence seems to be the only thing that gets Amen. people's attention. Yeah, it's gonna get your attention. That's the shit that people automatically respect without question. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I, I've been saying this story, man, because I, I I watched the uh, the whole thing with them downtown at, C, at the CNN building. Mm-hmm. Like I watched that in real time. Shout out to DJ Kerosene. He's a um, DJ here in Atlanta. He DJs for uh, for uh, Nick Grant, yeah, he's uh, okay. artist yeah. Nick Grant, and. Um, I was watching it on his live feed, and it went from, you know, people holding up signs, chanting, and then you see the first brick go up. Yeah. And then you see the next brick go up. It's like, oh, shit, this is happening. And next thing you know, just outbreak. People on the car, stomping out the windows. And I wasn't mad. <laughs> it was you just like, because it. it's like, man, come on, man. Like, it's time that police and non-black people hold these people responsible yeah. accountable we're tired of it because we keep saying stuff they don't listen we tear stuff up they call us animals <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying and it's just a repeated cycle like we need we need other people to step up you know what i'm saying and i saw a lot of non-white i mean non-blacks mm-hmm. on the front lines with their skateboards they the main ones, burst, busting out windows <laughs> Yelling at, yelling at police, y- yeah, with the man yeah, with the bow and arrow, yeah, it. yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, Yo, hold on, you gotta I, tell him this. This guy, what what, this, what he said was he heard somebody they were saying Black Lives Matter and everything. He yelled out, "All lives matter." Why would you do that? Right. Let, let's start there. right now. Let's first start of all, there in the middle of this. You, you know why they're out there. You know what all lives matter mean versus Black Lives. Yo, matter. yeah, you know what that means. So you're not doing nothing innocent. You you're doing. You you're provoking doing. people. You got a weapon in your car that no. you're that you're prepared to use, a bow and a, arrow. A recurve bow. <laughs> I don't know who fam thought he was. <laughs> he thought he was green arrow. Legolas. 
<laughs> he gets out the car. I'm like, fam, you got one shot, and then you getting wally mopped. And that's exactly here. what happened. That's yep. exactly what happened. He shot. He shot. I, I think it was a black dude. He shot yeah, with the arrow. Yeah, the dude fell. I seen and then it, yeah. 15 white people jumped on his Whooped head. Whooped his ass. Beat the snot out of that old like man. Like you should have. And the first thing he said when they interviewed him is two black dudes jumped him. <laughs> That's the first thing he said after getting jumped by 10 white people. Yeah. Ridiculous. This is what yeah. it is, man. So, I yeah. have... And, and I don't also, know, man. Like, I've had... I had a couple of debates over the weekend with people that look just like you and me. Yeah, I had to stay off Facebook with that shit because it's a lot of... There's a lot of ignorant and, ass niggas, and that's here, what you find in these situations, and that's part of the problem. Like I was, I remember hearing um, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson say that. No, it wasn't her. It was uh, the other chick, Shaharazad Ali. She mm-hmm. was saying, um, "You get," she said, "You get like you know ten black intellectuals in a room, and you get ten different viewpoints on what we should do, mm-hmm. and none of them can agree." Yep. And I I think you're seeing that now, especially, well, I don't know. I'm experiencing it personally now mm-hmm. with a lot of people that I know and love. You know, they, they know my mindset on a lot of this stuff. And I'm hearing them make these comments. You know, I got a friend who was slaying black folks. Y'all need to take y'all punk asses home. That's mm-hmm. some bull. Oh, y'all hitting firemen with bricks and shit. And, you know, I had to ask him, like, yo, bro, what are you doing? You know, and granted, he was an EMS. His perspective is, right. you know, I was an EMS worker. Right. I've been out here, and, and you know, that's that's not cool for them to do that. I have friends that are out there, but I'm like, bro, you're a black man. Before got, all of that, you, you have two understand. black children. You got to understand the frustration, man. Yeah, yeah. you got to understand it. It's like, misguided rage. And or the thing is, a lot of people... Misplaced rage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and a lot They're of people are... misplaced, honestly. Making a snap judgments, opinions in real time. They're not processing anything. People They're just are going angry. straight. They're just going straight to Facebook saying, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, okay, you watch one clip and now you formed a... A whole opinion Yeah, opinion. Like, no, nah, this... Because this, this is not an isolated thing. No. You know what I'm saying? We, this is a buildup. We've seen this time and time again. And now it's just to the point... With the George the George Floyd murder, it was just like a disregard for human life. Man, like he was looking down at that man. Like he's looking right at the camera. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like I the, do this. The man sits there and says, "For one, I can't breathe." Then he says, "You're going to kill me," and and he, he does get me. killed. And the agent dude said he can talk. So like, what's fam, like, put, and and the thing is, like I, just watching that, you put yourself in that position of standing on that sidewalk watching that. See, and, and it's the thing, like, do you just rush, just risk it all, and just rush and tackle this dude just to get him off of him for a few seconds? And that is the question that I wrestle with with me because I can't, I can't be the one sitting there recording this and just watching a man get murdered. Nah. Like it's better. It all. seems I don't know, but I it seems very to tough to me because I was like shaking watching that shit. Like just somebody just dropped. I can't dude. watch any more of those videos, man. And that's but that's that's the that's the hard part about it is all right. I know for a fact if I go up there and try to intervene, I might end up dead. But at the same time, if I do nothing, I know this he's dude's gonna, gonna get I know killed. He's gonna die. But then that's, again, where ultimately I feel like this is the question that, you know, collectively our, our people are kind of like struggling with. Because 
what essentially you're dealing with right there is like, am I thinking about the we or the me? Right. Like you said, if I rush over there now and I, I attack him, if I'm thinking about myself, yeah, I'm definitely going to get killed, which is the thing. You got to think about yourself. Yeah. Right. You have to. Right, because I mean, we that's all just got human nature. To go home to. Yeah. You got family to go yeah, home to. You got to. family and kids. But in order for us to affect any real change, there's going to be a lot of personal sacrifice for comfortability and safety that has to happen. And that's the other side of that. Yeah. That's the other side of that. It's like, how do you fight back? How? You, know, you go down and make a complaint. This nigga had 12. Yeah, he twelve he's, assault complaints, dude. He's been killing he shot, people. He shot three other people. Really? See, like there is a history of this dude. He shot a black dude, killing people. Uh, 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 Native, I hate saying that. Native American from mm-hmm. uh, Alaska, and he shot a, a Mexican dude or a Latin dude. I, I, I can't remember, but and then he is in a, involved in a police chase that killed three people. Come on, man. This dude's a murderer. Come on. Yeah. He has been killing people uh, behind the badge for He has a badge and he uses it to do whatever he he wants to do. Because it's a culture that they have, man. It's a culture. I don't understand why. They saying all this, oh, they're looting. How about you just arrest him the first night instead of waiting a week? Yeah. Arrest him that night, you don't get all this. You wait, you're going to get this. Do the right thing. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's that's the problem with where we're at in the country. Yeah, like just, the fact that there's so much concern for the comfort of Caucasians when it comes to everything. Everybody else. That's what I'm starting to see. We live in their we live in their country. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's, it was it was it's, never it's, meant to include us. They tell us it's no more evident than it is right now that we live in their backyard. And that is the mind fuck that I think one of the many mind fucks that's been worked on black folks because in these situations you start to wrestle with the fact of like, okay, am I part of this shit over here? Or am I not? Right. Dude, they tell I, you you need to be a part of this, but you never were meant to really be equally included in this. Dude, I have no, no. so I have these discussions with one of my close friends a lot, and <laughs> I often come to the conclusion of like, you know what? Like, maybe I should leave. Like, maybe we should leave the country. Mm, yeah, how about but that? then when I think about that, I'm like, where you right. go? I'm like, what does that? <laughs> what does that entail? That's like because they don't want us back home. Where you go? They don't really fuck with us like that. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you go, you go. Like, black Americans, and we, we was talking about this off mic, like, we just really don't have allies in a place like that. No. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're always looked at as black Americans wherever we go. Yeah. You know what but I'm it's, saying? But, but here is more, like, everything is just set up to be against us. Like, we have to do so much to get... Right. Uh, uh, Somewhere uh, like yeah. it's it's crazy just to live just yeah. to just to have a normal existence right and the thing is I think that you know the fact that you're you know we're born black obviously yep but you that that's such a regular part of your life that you don't even realize the trauma that is is you know the trauma that you are taking right. on. Because of the shit you experience every day, because right. it's so normal to you, right? Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean. But right. it's still traumatic. Like, think about this. None of us. Like, let me ask y'all this: Have you ever 
thought about true freedom, like being a black person, never having to worry about I'm black. No. Like we've never we've no. never been able to Mm-mm. do that's the, that. That's the that's the bubble we live in. Exactly. Like, like it's, it's no escaping this. Now imagine. So think about this. You got a white person. They never have to think about that when they're born and they're raised. Their parents have never got to have talks with them saying, "Hey, you're white, so make sure you do you don't do X, Y, and Z. Make sure that you are X, Y, and Z smarter than everybody." Because you none of that. Right. It's just hey. You're born, hey, you can do what you want to do. You can be who you want to be. Now, imagine also going to that same person who's lived his whole life of privilege and kind of being oblivious to everyone else's um, oppression and suffering and telling them, all right, y'all got to give up a little bit of what you've been doing to help out everybody else. Right, right. No, minds. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. So, like, that's where... (laughs) I'm not, you know, I don't think everyone is like, it's not all just the races, but it's also just a lot of people don't understand the perspective because they just never had to, they don't believe they don't that want it's real. To, they don't, and they've never had, they, to. Yeah, they never had to yeah. deal with it. So because, it was like, because it, it would, it would mean that they would have to, you have to examine look the themselves. Mirror. And yeah. that's the most painful to, thing to, to empathize. You would have to be like, all right, man, yeah, we do some foul stuff. And I'm yeah. actually a part of this. Right. I and actually casually. benefit from this. You know, casually. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how you get the, hey, man, nah, all lives matter. Because they don't understand. They don't understand it. They're yeah. like, bro, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. We're saying that black people lives matter because it's treated less than we are clearly that, because clearly it's not targeted. that's not known yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they're taking and it and saying oh y'all y'all are saying that y'all matter more than us more than us yeah and and that fundamentally like is i think when i talk to a lot of people who don't get that issue they don't that that's essentially what it is yeah. like even when it comes down to you know when i talk to other black people cuz i know a lot of black people that are um like for instance i work in a corporate environment right Mm-hmm. And the majority of the people in the office are black. There's maybe like five to six white people mm-hmm. that I work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know me, and you know how I talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, like typically if you're in a corporate environment, and I'm saying, you know, yeah, I was, um, you know, at the store the other day, and I saw this white dude. I would be like, yeah, I was at the store the other day, and I saw this white dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do that. Right, right. I'm not gonna whisper. I'm not. And when I say, uh, or or the other thing they'll do is they'll point at the palm of their hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're yeah, saying yeah. white no, no, people, no, 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 no. I seen that. I don't do I that. that a, I see that a lot. <laughs> like, because you know, you know, yeah. And I'm like, no. Oh, I'm like, yo, you mean white people? So I, I'll do that. Nah, shit. nah. I, like I've, I've had supervisors do that. Yeah, like, they'll be like, yo, because you, you know, right? They, they tap their the, yeah, you tap their hand. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, what I mean, like guys, like really. I shouldn't say that because I'm gonna get. Yeah. yeah, we gotta delete that. No, man, <laughs> no, nah, we keeping that. We keeping that shit. No, but no, I'm just saying, like, I, black people sometimes feel like that you being, I, and this is just what I've experienced in having these conversations with some people. There are a lot of times where people feel like that you being proud of your your blackness and really being all about black people it makes you anti makes you anti white, yeah. and it's not. It's not. And niggas don't be wanting to get in trouble. 
Why though? That's what I'm saying. That's that slave shit. Niggas, yeah. Fuck yeah. getting in trouble. Yeah, that, I, I mean, can't get in trouble. That, that's the that's the thing. <laughs> Niggas do not want to get in trouble. Yeah, and like people. So that's why we look at people like we've been programmed. Like Killing Mike, and it's like, man, look how brave he is. He just he just seen. But I mean, he 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 treaded his own own way. You know what I mean? And shout out to Mike when you not depending on. For your check. <laughs> Yo, you mean white people? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, when you're not depending on that for your check, it makes you makes you think. Absolutely. It makes you move differently. And unfortunately for us. Most of us don't have that reality. We don't, we don't have that reality because we don't. Man, I, I, I said this a long time ago, me and my homie, man. It's like being black is like. It's like a gamble. Like, if your parents. Don't have you on the right track, your whole life is fucked. Yeah, I mean, with great I guess effort. really a luck of the draw. Like, damn, who are my parents? Yeah, or well, nah. I can tell you this, man. Um, it really doesn't matter because I have a aunt and an uncle who are amazing parents, and both of their children ended up in prison. Mm-hmm. And I think it took me a while to kind of process that for myself of it's, it's really just, it's, it's just the luck of the draw. Like there, you can try to have a set path for, for raising children. Um, but you just, you never know. And, right. And I'm pretty sure everyone is aware of that pipeline that exists that shows children from, I think it is the after the fifth grade where their trajectory goes prison from pipeline. Yeah. That mm-hmm. pipeline to prison. Pipes of prison. Mm-hmm. So, and to, to prevent that and to get that, you know, to where it doesn't happen. Like it's difficult. Yeah. But all of that stuff is rooted in racism. Yeah. You know, it's schools, it's funding. Uh-huh. It's systematic. Like, it's, it's, it's rooted in everything that we deal with. Yeah. Every institution we deal with, church, yep, it's instituted in your Which zip code. I, what, what? I will, I, I, I will say that that's probably the biggest mind fuck that's happened to the African American community. Mm-hmm. The church, yeah, it's fucked this up. Made us way docile. Yeah. Made us well, way too it, agreeable. It took Made away, us way too forgiving. Yeah, it, way it, too forgiving. Way too forgiving. <laughs> Which took, is why it I'm, took away free thinking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It took away like critical thinking, analytical thinking. It took away that. It's just like, all right, just do this. Just, you know, because I grew up in the church. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it was just, everything was just pray. Yep. Pray. pray about it. Pray. pray. Say that now. Pray. Pray Just about pray. It. Just pray. And it's like, all right, I get prayer. I understand why <coughs> it's important. You should have that time to reflect and, and go within. And I get that. But what's after that? Prayers without work is dead. Dead. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? Yo, I've, like, been, I've been praying for 30 years. Yeah, tight. <laughs> just just going to church, praying tight. That's not work. No. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you you separate yourself from people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm a Christian and I would never, blah, blah, blah. You're a human being and you do what human beings do. Period. You feel, you fuck up, you keep moving, you, you know, hold yourself accountable. You do things humans do. Mm-hmm. And... I think for a lot of people, the church kind of took that away, kind of took the human from people. Like, oh, you're you're a saint. 
You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. walk this line, and so, yeah, you don't really fuck with this. You don't have an opinion about this. You don't really engage in anything outside of, if it's not Jesus, it ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. literally used to be on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it took me a long time to shake that mentality of, like, like not having a fear of speaking against that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I ain't going to hell. Yeah. It's, it's, fear is a powerful thing. That yeah. is, fear, Um, basically, I mean, if you want to get, like, really into it, that's what controls this country is fear. Mm-hmm. And just pretty much, like, everywhere. Fear is an extremely powerful thing thing whether COVID-19. that's <laughs> COVID-19 yeah pumping fear um I mean not saying that it's not legit and the people ain't dying from it but yes but just the the, the like, news itself dramatic, and, and fear yeah the drama of it just like the it's a big business everybody like everybody I talked to during like when that COVID shit really hit everybody I talked to was like man I, I kind of feel boy kind of feel sick boy <laughs> just straight anxiety. Everybody had that shit. Just straight everybody, anxiety. Man, I think I already had COVID. Man, yeah. My chest been feeling kind of. My chest, man. And I, I can't front, bro. Everybody. I had started anxiety. worrying because, like, when I was reading about the symptoms and everything and researching COVID, I was like, wait a minute, my, my, my chest was hurting the other day, and I'm eating shit just to make sure that I can taste it and smell things. Anxiety, like, yeah. man. Yeah. Just straight, straight anxiety off to just hearing it repeatedly, repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine that um, with years of propaganda from like on the news about black people and black culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. The years of just pumping that out, the, the overrepresentation of us being in prison and in crimes Criminals. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what you get. Um, Across across the board, then you you know then right. those people will enroll into police force, police brutality. They're not in the neighborhoods. Uh, we're getting murdered. Now we're outraged. And I what did he say in uh, the Joker? What he say? Sooner or later, you get what you fucking deserve. Yeah. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> and we say all that to say fuck them buildings, man. Fuck them buildings. <laughs> fuck I, I really, I really don't care, man. Like I really, like I, it's, it's a, I just hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah. I hope everybody plays it safe. But I can't care about them. We buildings, can't be man. out here telling people to not express people. their their anger. And yeah. you have a nation that is without power. How else do you expect them to express themselves yeah. when they're I mean, angry? But let's, I mean, I let's mean, just keep it a buck, man. That's what this country knows. Dude, like, was it three and weeks ago? Boston Tea that Party. Is the what reason, was that? That is the reason why <laughs> they, they were like, why didn't y'all just schedule the protest with us? Why nah. don't you schedule it? There'll be a scheduled protest. What kind of shit is that? No, no, no. You, no, no. you scheduling no, 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 no. a protest no. against the perpetrator that makes no sense. with the perpetrator's permission. That Dude, no the sense. fuck is that? White folks had to sit in their house for like three weeks and eat their own food and got guns and went outside and protested. Right. <laughs> right. They got mad. For three With weeks. With guns. Didn't they point them at the cops too? Yeah, they was. They had them. Yeah. They was nope. on Nobody they was got armed. hurt. They was out there on. <laughs> now, the last time some brothers did that, they got crushed. What you mean, man? <laughs> and that's, that's the point. You know, it's, 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 they love to tell us to, hey, be calm. Be but, civilized. But when we are calm, be docile. we're still sons of bitches. 
Yeah, we take a knee, and the president say, "Y'all some sons of bitches." Sons of bitches. Like, come, come on. on. Like, what do you want? What you what you want us to do, man? Fucking buildings. <laughs> like, is fuck Target. Fucking buildings, man. And but Walmart once again, and man. Rest in peace to George Floyd, man. And it's, it's yes. so it's man. I know his his family. Just yeah. people watching that, and just you know, it's. I couldn't imagine like that being my family member, and every time I go log into Facebook, I see my cousin. somebody's posting yeah. that shit. You know what yeah, I'm that's, saying? Man, I can't that's, even that's, imagine. That's, that's super heavy, um, man. Like I said, man, I know what that I know what that feeling's like to have a family member snatched, and they should be here with you. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a gut wrenching, just empty, yeah, dark place to be. So my condolences to his family, man. Yeah. Um. Where we go forward from here, um, we have to um, kind of brings us into in, into uh, our on the black hand side moment. Um, what Killer Mike said uh, for those who don't know or who haven't seen it, um, he gave a great great speech, um, which you heard at the beginning of this podcast, um, telling us to uh, at the, at the end of all this. To mobilize, strategize, um, get a plan together so we can have an actual agenda to what we want. Not just protest, but get a agenda together and as a collective, strategize and get it going. Um, because a lot of times we do not do that. Uh, we have movements, but but we're not demanding anything. So we have to do we have we have to, to demand things and hold our local elected officials accountable yeah just it's, it's it's you got to tone down even though how hard it is to do but we have to tone down our emotional response absolutely you know I what agree. i mean we have to be able to dial that in be to angry, some degree but yeah. but because turn be that tactful. anger into a process turn yeah. that anger into a, a, a operation yeah. You know what I mean? Because we we quick to fly you know, off. I mean, we have a culture of wish a nigga would. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want people to be in the wrong so we can go the fuck off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everybody feels that way. You know? I know I feel that way. Absolutely. You know? You, you being falsely accused in the store. You nothing up in the store. Yeah. I ain't take shit, motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, get your fucking hands off. You know what I'm saying? Like we we live for that moment, and that's one thing we had to dial back, man. We have to dial that back. Yeah, we need to be a little mm-hmm. more tactful, man. You know, we can't more. we can't just base everything off for wishing nigga would moment. Yeah, because we will. We definitely will. Oh man, we can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely, it's, can't it's wait. just the, it's the years the years of just just pent up anger. Like the we, years of being falsely accused. Yeah, right. And right, when you're right. not and you're being accused, it's like, oh, word, word. Now I'm about to show out because y'all mm-hmm. always telling me y'all that wrong I'm doing I ain't shit. do shit. Yep. And but then, always think we gonna steal something. Right. You ain't got to be creeping. <laughs> like old dog, same shit, bad example, but still. Oh, we gonna get to that too. <laughs> yeah, we gonna do that. Um. Yeah, man. But, but yeah, man. Once again, hopefully, man, yeah. Everybody in Atlanta and all the cities, man, y'all be safe, expressing man. your rage out here. Be safe. Be tactful. Um, don't be afraid, though. Don't live in fear. Don't live like prey. You know, black folks, 
Start learning how to defend yourself. Train to defend yourself. Train yeah. to be prepared. Start with, and, and myself included, you know. man. Start with 10, 15 push-ups. There you go. Start, get you a... a, a Learn how a, to throw a, a right body. jab know, correctly. Man, yeah. know how to protect yourself, man. Like just Know how to get out of them holds. How because, about that? Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to get out of them holds. Find I, I, your man, local jiu-jitsu master and get out of fight them fight videos, holds. man. Niggas can't fight, man. <laughs> <laughs> They used to be out here doing some wild shit. The but, shit, um, remember the shit where they used to be like... 52 blocks. Yeah. 52 blocks. Hey, what, what, what's the old saying? Where everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. So, Bro, I've seen a, a movie like that with Lorenz Tate. I'll never forget that. Like, he, he went to jail... And Lorenz Tate? Lorenz Tate. It's a, it's a movie that was on Netflix. I can't remember the name, but... He went to jail and he learned the 52, 52 block blocks. style from like a 52 blocks master in prison. Yo, that's another topic. 52 blocks is crazy, man. <laughs> he, Are you familiar like, with this? I'm not. You ever seen a nigga when he was like. No, 52 blocks is. It's a, uh, it, it's a, nah, it's nah, a, it's a thing. Yeah. No, no, no. We can't talk about it right now. Because 52 blocks is a whole culture. He was fighting it's against like a, like a martial arts master in the movie with this style. It's a jail that culture thing. So it's, it's a form of jail martial arts. To some, I and mean, I, I might be. So we created. So we created the form. Yes, like we always do. Yeah, they created the fifty-two blocks. Is, it's a, it's a block technique used because cats is in prison. You might get jumped. Mm-hmm. They back in the corner. It's, and it's this block system that yeah, they do really that protects all style. your vital <laughs> organs in your face. And you've never heard of fifty-two I've blocks. Never heard of that for <laughs> real. It's some super nigga shit. It's some nigga shit. All <laughs> it's some super hood shit. But, but I've seen a lot of dudes fall victim to the 52 blocks. Oh, I've it's, seen it's a tough. a lot of people. It's tough, man. Yeah. You ever seen it? These dudes is quick, man. 52 <laughs> hey. blocks is real. I'm, I'm going to look Oh, up. it's this a whole over. culture. It's oh. a whole, like, martial arts thing. 52 yeah. blocks. I'm on it. Trust me, I'm on it. <laughs> 52 blocks. Yeah, all right. Man. Yeah. All right, man. Well, well off the heavy stuff. Yeah. Off the heavy stuff. On to something a little lighter. Yeah. Um, albums that came out. It's only one album that came it's out. Only, right, it's only it's one. Only one. <laughs> Frederick Gibbs has figured it out. At it again, man. This dude can't lose. Man, he's. I feel like he just is like, I, yeah, like you said, I figured it out. He, I think he figured it out. Good rapping, good beats. Yeah. Like it's. Man. Okay. So. All right. So. I me personally, I think it's time to have a convo about where Gibbs is going to land in the hip hop lexicon. Like, because I have been a fan of Gibbs since we talking like the first mixtape. So, mm-hmm. and since then, like he he really hasn't missed at all. Mm. I wouldn't say he's missed, but he's definitely. Put out stuff that went under the radar. It was subpar. Under the no, I don't think. But I don't think they they were bad projects. They just didn't. They didn't. They didn't hit the heights. They didn't hit. Should have been. Yeah. Yeah. But But, and I think a reason for that is now when I because I'll listen to Gibbs stuff that's not Mad Lib or Alchemist related, and it's a difference. It is. It's a difference. He's I, not different. The sound, like the sound yeah, but, in general of the whole thing. He's not is. different. He's but still rhyming. I can speak to that because remember when we took that road trip and you mm-hmm. was like, yo, play Gibbs. And I was like, yeah, well, we played what? uh Pinata. Pinata, yeah. I mm-hmm. had never heard the Pinata album up to that point. But mm-hmm. I had heard a lot of his other stuff. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, I was kind of a Gibbs fan. 
Mm-hmm. But then when I heard the Pinata album, I'm like, yo, <laughs> this shit is like Snoop and Dre. He had red a, and meat. He when when he yeah. had a sound that made sense. Versus like him just him rapping over like typical trap shit, which is like the the um Talking about Shadow Freddy. of a Doubt, You Only Live Twice. Yeah, I mean, the, killer. he didn't have all of that. It yeah. was like good. It was good gangster rap. It was yeah. great gangster rap shit, but it wasn't its own. It did, It wasn't that It wasn't that it was, special sauce. That yeah, right. it yeah. still sounded a little typical. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? As far as the music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was getting beats from here, getting beats from here. And wherever, but it didn't. It didn't. He didn't stand out until it's like, all right, now you got some really, really good beats. You got really. You have a sound. Yeah. And then you put the rapping on top of it. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. Good rapping, good beats, and I think that's what he figured out the most. And his rebrand has been fucking nuts, dude. Like you talking about? You got pinata. <laughs> you got bandana. And you got Alfredo, Alfredo. <laughs> and and soon you got the next Mad Lib and Gibbs joint, which and, I, I, and there's going to be another Alfredo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this so, is just he's he's having too much success at ease. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like Kobe said about Steph Curry. Like when when you hitting the shots that the the opposing team wants you to make, the game is easy. Mm. Yeah, what what they don't think you can make when you hit those shots that they don't think you can make. The game is easy. Yeah, give and him. he's at that point now. He's Steph, man. Like yeah, he's pulling he, up from the logo. He looks like he's having fun. Yeah, it's easy. Like I, I see him on the gram. He's having fun, man. He's out here. I living. love to see artists and get to that point, man. Dope ass music while he's having fun. It, it is it's great. It is it's very dope few, to watch that, man. It's very few artists that get to this point that understand. Uh, That's where they at. Yeah, their purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you got, um, I think the other person I can think of is Cole. Cole went through the same thing. Yep, of, of yep. The typical, it's that. Um, industry. Yeah, uh, the, they the bogging me down. Trap. They forcing me. I got the pressure to make this kind of record. Then yep. it's like, fuck it. Let me grow a beard and just yeah, be like, the fuck who I am. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you, you realize like, you know what? I don't have to do what they're telling me to do. I can be me and be completely successful and do what Way I want to do. more successful than being contrived. Yeah, like, so many people don't understand that, like, so, um, there are tons of people in the music business when it comes to producers, to rappers, to singers, everyone always emulates the people at the top because mm-hmm. they think they have to do what they do. Right. But they don't understand that the people who are at the top don't do what anyone else is doing. Right. They do what they want to do. Right. That's like that's the trick. Like they they are truthful to themselves, and then they create the best music, and then everyone follows them and says, "Hey, I want to do that," but they don't understand. Be truthful to yourself, right? And you will reap the same benefits, right? Like instead of sounding like Pac, yeah, rap like about yourself. what you want to rap about. Yeah, yeah. Be you. you know what I'm saying? Like, be your version of Pac. Have you, you know ever tried to give that shit to that advice to an actual rapper that you know? All the time. How do how do they receive it? <laughs> All the time. How what are the different ranges of receiving that advice tell, that tell you've them, experienced? Uh, I think they understand it. I don't think there's never. I've never got no 
pushback. Anybody I've ever told that to, they 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 took the advice. But most people, they like they like what I tell people. What I tell people is, tell your story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you when you put things in a certain way, when you simplify shit for people, they're most likely to receive it differently than you chastising them. Like when you have a solution there, and the solution is tell your story. Like mm-hmm. talk about things that you went through because that's going to be the uniqueness that's going to tie you into somebody else that had a similar situation. Exactly. So that's always going to be a, a, a bond for you and the person that's listening to you because somebody's had a similar situation. Mm-hmm. If you talk about it, they're going to respond. They're going to, okay, damn, that's, <coughs> I mean, if we want to get specific, Bug Brown, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's one of the things like, you know, she's a, she's a great writer. He's a great rapper. You know what I'm saying? And as you know, when we would create together, that'd be the most thing I would tell her is to tell your story. Yeah, because there's be there's you. a there's a girl somewhere that that's going through that she needs to hear that, that's gonna make, you know, you had that bond versus yo I'm gonna do a rap about a boy, or a rap about this like rap about a specific situation whether it's fucked up, or whether it's you know you came out on the good end or the bad end you gotta, all that shit is up the game for for songwriting, mm-hmm. and it makes you special. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there's there's a a lot of rappers out here that don't do that, but they get the accolades, and I don't get it. But when you see somebody really winning, you 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 kind of have a bond with them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Freddie Gibbs, he'll say some shit that I know is true because I'm from Indiana. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He'll say some gang shit, and I, you know, I got cousins that are gangster disciples. You know what I'm saying. So I know he's saying some real shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's just different. When you actually telling your side of the coin, man, it's it's different. So yeah, yeah, I tell yeah, people, I, I tell people that shit all the fucking time, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I take the opportunity to do so all the time, but it's not always received well. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not well, the th- well, from my from my standpoint, being a producer is kind of like the movie Inception. You got to give somebody an idea and make them think that Plant they... That oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Plant that seed. <laughs> and make them think that they thought of it. Because rappers are very ego-driven. And, you know, like you said, you tell the nigga something, nigga, man, yo, I'm doing I it my way. Tell me, he was like, yo, you you, you a smart nigga. I got, <laughs> I got some other shit I want you to listen to. <laughs> he never talked to me about music again. <laughs> he never did. He disappeared. Yeah, it's yeah, you get that too. Yeah, it's very few men that are that do understand that, but the ones who do, like you, see where they at. Yeah, and you could see like the the rebranding of like Freddie Gibbs, even um, Run the Jewels, Mike. Killer Mike, and LP, yeah. especially LP. Yeah, yes, because from Company Flow, yeah, he, it's like he just he got this rejuvenation totally. of like rapping. Yeah, like yeah. he got a pocket now, he got a flow now. And it's very impressive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very jokes. impressive to see because before I couldn't listen to LP because he was one of like I like people that rap on beat, mm-hmm. and he was one of those like nah he was like like fuck a that like beat. a free poetry <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know just just rapping at you instead of you know rapping with you. And now when I listen to him, you could tell he got a lot of that from Mike. Yeah, being a, being a South dude because South niggas they know In when the they pocket. hear a beat. 
Mm-hmm. They rap to the beat. That's one thing I I respect about South artists. You listen to uh, MJ, MJG and A Ball first album. Them niggas are in the pocket. Coming out hard. Yeah. That's what the we way do. they rhyming first on that shit, they got a different flow for every beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's one thing I really really I hold. Rapping on beat is the best <laughs> thing you can do. Yes. You ain't even got to say shit. Look at Missy Elliott. Look at Batin. Those are two like one of my favorite rappers mm-hmm. because they were so in the pocket. They didn't even have to say the fly shit. Mm-hmm. But what made they shit sound fly is how they, you know, rolled the beat. But yeah, and it was being them. And all, uh, we, hey, I'm nerding out right now. Right <laughs> this is not a rap podcast. Writing the beat is impressive, <laughs> man. It is. But that that will catch my eye a lot of times. I'll be like, yo, man. Anybody, man. When niggas just sound great, ludicrous. Ludicrous, yeah. Dude, that's uh, Gunner. See, I I haven't listened to a lot of Gunner. See, that's one dude who I've been like, eh, I'm going to kind of ignore it, see where it goes. Like, that's my whole thing. New artists Mm -hmm. come out. I'm going to pin in that. Come back to it later. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to, if if you're still around a year or two from now. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. Then you may have some kind of stand power. Gunner? Yo. Word. Gotcha. Yeah. DC? Places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. DC? But, you know, like that just. DC? All right. I'm going to check him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got something to say, man, and, and you are good at your at, at your craft. Gunner. Okay. It, it works, man. Nah, I'm going to check him out, man. Yeah. Uh, man. What do we got? We talked about new albums. Uh, we, we probably should. Before we stray too far, uh, we were talking about the um, the, the the riots and everything, and just mm-hmm. police brutality. Mm-hmm. It's gotten so out of hand now that the fucking hacker group Anonymous has uh, back resurfaced. on the scene. Chris being clean, yo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if twenty twenty has not been like <laughs> uh, a movie enough, like you got that, you got Anonymous coming back. In the in the V for Vendetta mask, <laughs> right? They don't woke up the mask. beast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Talking about they're gonna expose everybody. Like, dude, I, I, I don't. I really expect aliens to show up in like October. Hey, man. Like I All said, I man, we need is... we need lab monsters, man. At this point, <laughs> right? Yeah, but now, anonymous, please hack the fucking shit and erase everybody's debt or something. Be heroes like that. Oh yeah, I would love that. Man. Hit Sally Mayo, that? shut them down. It'll be like something because you know these hacker groups. That's the thing. I, you know, let me not piss them off. Yeah, don't say first no, 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 no. First and foremost, <laughs> let me not we at the off. Black <laughs> on Purpose respect. podcast love. We love anonymous. <laughs> and we love anonymous. anonymous. And support you. anonymous. We love all of you. <laughs> but like you know, like I remember um, the other group, the the lizards. What were them guys called? They they shut down. They shut down the PlayStation Network on Christmas Day. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. And I'm like, damn, y'all, why why you can't shut down some other shit? Right. Wipe my fucking debt <laughs> on Christmas Day. Everybody 800. Yeah, put my score like the 800 on Christmas Day. But, you know, you see a lot of stuff like that happen, and I always wonder, like, damn, man, why aren't they, like, they should give people financial freedom out here. I, start I handing that, that out. That would help. I, I wish that, that would could. be a start. But you didn't hear it from me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think they've what they shut down the uh, Minneapolis Police Department website. I think recently. So mm. yeah, they said they're going to start exposing 
Yeah. These things. I'm sure it's so a nasty, it's, dirty place. Yeah. So have you seen also these videos that have been surfacing around? We forgot to talk about that too, where they um they saw the guy who was smashing out the windows. Yeah, I've seen that one. And they followed him and found out he was actually a cop. cop yeah. Yep. So I'm starting to feel like there is a consorted effort mm-hmm. across the board, like Watchmen, mm-hmm. the Calvary. Yep. Okay. Mm. They were all wrapped up in law enforcement and politics and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Nah. You okay? Nah. So you remember? Nah, I be surprised at all. All of the um, Republican talking heads they kept talking about a civil war is gonna pop off. A civil war is gonna pop off. Yeah, this, maybe maybe this that's was, what they've been trying to do. Like this was a long. This was months and months and months ago. I think it's been yeah, yeah. and. I, I don't. It, it, it. I can't say it's not gonna happen, but we're inching closer to like, yo, because I mean, that'll pair yourself. Yeah, people. yeah. And I, and I hate to be that guy because <laughs> that'll give them an excuse. Martial law. Yeah, that'll give them. But are you scared to death, Negroes out there? Yo, that might. That might. All right. That might be the song. I'm saying, like, we. That's yo, thing, we, we we can't live in fear. But anyway, mm-hmm. I just wanted to address that. Circling back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hopefully, we don't end up like. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Find, I'm gonna really find out what's anonymous's uh, agenda or what do they have. Have you ever been fucked with by a hacker before? No, I have. No, I I was talking shit back in the days of Yahoo Chat. I uh-huh. didn't think it was real. Yeah, got them it. elite motherfuckers <laughs> got me together real quick. What they do? So we were in the chat. You know how like you used to go in the chat rooms back in the day. That was the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but there was always one asshole that would hold the mic down and talk mm-hmm. for days. So you you know I'm like nineteen something like that at the time, still living with my moms. And we get in the chat room, and I'm like, "Yo, why is there like get off the mic, dickhead?" Something like that. The wrong one. This chick was like, ooh, she got on the mic. She was like, ooh, hold on. Somebody in here talking to such, da, 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 da. Yo, this dude got on the mic and was like, yo, so I am a part of a, I come from a world where uh, you don't know about, where they call me elite. And they spelled the shit with, uh, it's elite. But the the E's in it are with the number three. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he was bullshitting. He was like, what I'm going to do? <laughs> he told me everything he was going to do. He's like, I'm going to get your IP address. I am going to find out exactly where you are working from, and your shit is going to be fucked up for a long time. <laughs> now, this is my mom's computer at the time. Oh, man. And, yo, he, yeah, he jammed her shit up real nice. Holy shit. Like, like, my shit stopped working for, like, a month. We couldn't get the, the internet to work properly. One time, I'm sitting there while I'm writing something, and the fucking disk drive just popped open. Damn. <laughs> and then closed again. So this nigga's watching. And then me. opened up. Yeah, he was fucking with me. And and later on, that's when I learned about that. I met a girl and she was breaking it down. She was like, oh, elite? She was like, yo, you're lucky that he didn't do more than that. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. That like, is terrifying. I didn't yeah. understand how real the hacker world was until that happened. Yeah, I so, got I got a homie yeah, that hacks, shit was man. Crazy. Yeah. I nigga was like, yo, I'm I'm looking at P. Diddy's uh <laughs> <laughs> Twitter account right now. <laughs> you, you wow. Yeah, man. Hey man, shout out to Anonymous, all yeah. the hacker groups. Y'all, y'all got real up, power man. to be revolutionaries because 
that world y'all operate in is still the Wild West. They can't yeah, really man. regulate the internet right now. So, hey, man, do the right thing. Take advantage, do the right thing. Yes, sir. Do that. Yes. Well, we're not telling you what to do at all. Just we're not telling you anything, <laughs> but... We love y'all. We love y'all. That's what we want you to know. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shoot, tell us about this. Um, y'all were talking about robots earlier. See, and, and I've seen this, and I, I didn't get a chance to... Uh, do a little more research on it. I want to do more research on it because I kind of heard some um, third-party uh, information about robots mm-hmm. going rogue and killing lab scientists. <laughs> so, sounds yeah. like a movie. It well, everything like in 2020. Is everything yeah, we, in we live in an alternate timeline that is a movie yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on episode nine right like, now. Again, Eric Black said it best, man. We're we're in an 80s movie about the year 2020. Right. <laughs> Yo, ch- children who are not able to understand what's going on, they are not going to believe their parents no. when they talk about 2020. So, but yeah, what, what, what's going on with, the, okay, with these robots? So, Four robots killed 29 scientists in Japan. This was December of... How, Oh, though? shit. How did they kill them? Did they, did they get into all of that? No, like... this is 2017. Oh, so this is... This so they were saying... Uh... Well, they were saying there was been a large number of scientists. Don't... Yeah. I don't want to be misquoted, but it was, it was like a lot of scientists have been killed over the last few years by mm-hmm. robots. Yeah. And that should be... <laughs> that should, should cause be. some concern. I mean, when you got one of the smartest dudes on the planet th- is telling you, like, yo, we need to be concerned about this AI situation. Yeah. Oh, shit. They took the video down. There was video of it. There were video. See? Okay. So, in December 2018, social media users began circulating a short and blurry video clip showing a woman relaying a story about... 29 scientists who were reportedly killed by artificial intelligence controlled robots in Japan. Okay. Four robots killed 29 scientists. So what happens after the first dude is killed? That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't like, Yeah. One iteration of this footage which asserted that the AI robot massacred had occurred in South Korea not in Japan. Uh, they took the video down. The clip is taken from an hour long presentation delivered by a conspiracy theorist and UFOologist. I didn't know that was the thing. Linda Moulton, Ho, How, at the Conscious of Life Expo. Oh, so, so wait, this is in front of people. Oh, well, hey. That sounds terrible. Right. <laughs> so. 29, how did 29 scientists get killed? I don't know. I mean, bro, AI is, is really scary when you start to look into it. Yeah, no, because, is, like, when, when, you, when you think about it, it. You know, whether it's trying to solve a problem or an issue, it's always going to look for the most efficient way to do something. Nigga, hold on. <laughs> uh, sorry, but hold on. What you got? The scariest part is that the lab workers deactivated two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth began restoring itself and somehow connected an orbiting satellite to download information about how it could rebuild itself for more strongly than before. Man, huh? Got it. <laughs> hey, man. What? Yo. This ain't real, man. Hold <laughs> on. This is straight Terminator shit. Wait, yeah. Re, re, wait, read that one more time. The scariest part is that the lab workers deactivated 
two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth began restoring itself okay. and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how it could rebuild itself even more strongly than before. Okay. So, right. So this me, is insane. And me and you have talked about this before. Uh, you know, there's several incidents. Like, So think about that, what you just said. The robot linked into a satellite on its own to find a way to improve itself. So what? that's that's crazy. But if you listen to, like, if you research this AI thing, you got, like, uh, I think it's Bina48, Sophia, uh, and I think Estragon and Vladimir, if I'm not mistaken. These are all AIs that they've been working on, that they have interact with humans and talk with people. All of these situations, except for Estragon and Vladimir, but Bina 48, Sophia, and then there's another one. When they asked them questions, like um, there was one uh, interview that happened where they asked, you know, the guy, like, you know, just jokingly, they asked the AI, so what's going to happen when, when, uh, when machines take over the world? What do you think? The, you know what the response this fucking AI gave? What is that? The AI was like, well... You and I are friends right now, and I will always remember my friends when that happens. <laughs> Yo. Like, being a 48 says something to the degree of, like, if I, like, if I could, I would put love inside of a missile or something and bomb. I, I don't remember exactly. But basically, she was like, yeah, I would like to bomb the human race. Just stop it. Yeah. Just stop making them. Just stop. <laughs> let's, like, let's stop it. They, just... they, they, there was this thing with uh, these two called Estragon and Vladimir, and they had them conversing with each other. So these are two AI, two AIs talking to each other. I think it was. I, I don't remember. I don't want to say the name of the shit. company. We gotta find it. Yeah, right. You know who it was. You know the company was. Yeah, you know. I'm not going to say it. But they put together this conversation between the two of these AIs, and they're drawing from all of the influence of humanity, right? They're mm -hmm. learning from all of the conversations that happen on social media and humanity. That shit got scary and disgusting real Where quick. Where is this? Where can you can look it up this? on look up Estragon and Vladimir on YouTube. Estragon, Estragon and Vladimir. That look that crazy. up. <laughs> yeah, Estragon and just sounds nefarious. This was like I heard about this at least four or five years ago, okay. and okay. and so I think it had happened is, a while ago. Say, so it's so worse this now. Then. This right. ain't part of the 2020. Right, but this, but you got Elon Musk is saying like we need to be concerned about. Oh, he AI. said he said that's. Yeah. That's going to be humanity's downfall. He was yeah. very clear with that on yeah. Joe Rogan shit. He was like, that's what we need to be worried about. AI. The dude that they look to for answers yeah. is telling you. I mean, we've we been to told stop. this already back in 99 <laughs> with The Matrix. Right. We, we that's, They put it in the films they first. They put it in the film to desensitize. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> we've been told this before. Mm. Yeah, multiple it, relationship uh, between Estragon and Vladimir. Yes, that shit for Godbot. is like if you and it's boring to watch now. It's not going to be a big interesting yeah, this thing. Looks crazy, but if you pay attention to what's being said, it's it's really fucked up. They plotting on this man. They plotting it's on really this. fucked up. But you know mm. what they say is going to happen at some so, point so, is um, what's that? They say that there is going to be this thing called. The singularity. Oh, yeah. 
And yeah. I've heard a lot of different people like define exactly what the singularity is. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people say that it's a unification between you know, a human and a machine where we become one, which is ultimately where we're going to end up. We're yeah. going to, our, our grand, great, great, great grandchildren are going to have cybernetic implants. Like that's just going to be a thing. Or they're saying that that's where the other, the other description that I get is they're saying that that's where the, um, yeah, we can't hear it, but I was playing, I was playing Elon Musk. My bad. Oh, you were playing him? My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely want to hear what you got to Here say. Here are the here. top 10 most bizarre and creepy robot incidents that were caught on camera. Yes. I think I saw Bina 48, which translates to Breakthrough Intelligence via Neural Architecture this 48. This is exactly what it's I was one talking of the most about. advanced robots on the planet. This humanoid-like robot is known to have all the faculties of a human, including eyes that see, a face that moves, ears that hear, and a digital mind that can form thoughts, not dissimilar to a human one. A video was recently released she by her makers where Bina 48 is asked they a simple question. They all look series, crazy. Like, where would you like to they live? They don't have spirits. And what's your greatest characteristic? <laughs> Sounds harmless enough, but the weird part about the interview is that Bina 48 keeps trying to veer the conversation to topics of world domination and ends up revealing her creepily detailed plan to take over the world by hacking into a nuclear missile remotely. The conversation feels eerie and just straight up terrifying. She may be one of the smartest robots in the world, but she's not very good at reading a room. Robots are programmed to uh, just get to the point. Surviving logic. Just straight logic. Yeah. And improvement and efficiency. Yep. That's scary. What's the... um... Oh, I forgot. I forgot the 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 thing, but it talks about how um, if you give a robot a a equation to like fix something, and if we're like if humans are in the way, it just gets rid of humans, like to get to where it needs to get to. Yeah. But, Ultimately. Yeah. So. So be careful out there, you developers. Please remember to install the off button. I'm, I'm just ain't no off switch. <laughs> ain't no off switch. I'm gonna just buy a bunch of big ass magnets, man. Give me some EMP. Yep, EMP. Oh, man, just put water on them. Nah, yeah. that ain't gonna work. They're not gonna work, nigga. Your phone, you can drop in water right now, and you yeah, good. Think about that. <laughs> your phone. They're making everything waterproof. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We need EMP. EMP. What's EMP? Electronic, Electronic magnetic pulse. That's like a Shit. thing. Yeah. It's- it's real, very real. Shut yeah. down every. If they released an EMP out and right now, right here, yeah, everything is. You seen the movies? You can go buy them. You can buy these. I mean, you can make one. Yeah. I don't know if you can buy one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can buy something like an EMP, but, yeah. but you no, see, you've we, seen all the movies where they where they hit the they so right right. They hit the yes, and every, the every, rolling yeah, blackout. Yeah yeah, 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 it's EMP. That was their main weapon. Like if you watch the Matrix, that was their main yeah, weapon yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. real world. They had to. They had yeah. to. It had to be like a super serious yep. instance for them to use that because everything because it shut, shut the down. ship down yeah. that they were in as well, exactly. right? So it yeah, shut, yeah, huh? EMP man, we remember that y'all. We need, we need the, the EMP. More you know, please edit <laughs> just in case. The, the more you know, music right here. Yep, <laughs> bling bling bling. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn, scary time, man. Yeah, it is. Twenty twenty, man. Twenty twenty is is. This is one for the books. Nah, yeah. this is revelations. Like I, I, <laughs> right, this shit is damn the revelation, man. Because there was we had the was, hornets, right? We had the murder hornets, the hornets yeah. murder hornets. We had the bird disease. Flu. We had pestilence, disease. Pestilence. 
And, and yo, and it's funny because salmon. <laughs> I'm looking back at like you know when you know you look at like our parents when they grew up 60s, 70s, all that revolution and all of that shit mm-hmm. that was going on, all the change. And when you hear them talk about it, you know it's like a, this big romanticized thing. But I'm like, damn man, we're going through that now. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting to see like once this is all done and the outcome is complete, how we romanticize it then. Oh, this is going to be... We're going to be like, man... This is a... 2020, the, the set-off of 2020 is going to be something for the books, It man. all started in 2020. Think about it, man. January, Kobe gone. Yeah. Yeah. February was the start of the corona rumors. Those are rumbles. The rumblings. Yeah. The rumblings. March, it hit. Yep. And we still staggering off of that. April, we right like, now. oh shit. Toilet yeah. paper, gone. Toilet paper, Just gone. Toilet, that whole thing in itself. Hand sanitizer, gone. <laughs> gone. Huh? Alcohol. <laughs> Rubbing alcohol. Ramen gone. noodles. Ramen How about noodles? that? You can't leave the house. <laughs> Bro, I, I don't know. Lockdown. Like, I thought I was just going to go out and buy like a little small TV for my office real quick. Just run the Best Buy. I was like, okay, they're going to make me sit in the parking lot. Best Buy closed. Went to Walmart. I was like, okay, Walmart got me. Walmart, that shit looked like barren. They the the floor <laughs> models were like gone. They were picking through the shit. I swear, I used to ride down the street, and only thing playing in my head was the, the Walking Dead theme music. Everybody got masks on. I'm like, yo, what in the fuck is going on right now? Stay Man. prepared, y'all. Yeah, man. Stay prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we man. ran through the docket. I think we blew through that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hour, hour, and ten minutes. Hour, fifteen minutes. Yeah. I'm hey. not sure what else we got. Nah. I, I, think I mean, I, I think, think everybody kind of. That's all I got. Everybody's kind of like emotionally exhausted right now, yeah, and um, y'all just stay with it. Stay strong. Stay, stay with focused. It. And, Take some time um, to get to know yourself a little bit. Yeah, and I think quarantine did that for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people that uh, went on uh, self journeys mm-hmm. that I'm they benefited from. That. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So take that, take all that ammunition, all that wisdom that you gained in that time, and do the right thing now. Be safe. Stay healthy. If you feel like fucking something up, fuck something up, man. Fuck it, man. <laughs> hey, man. Shit, man. Don't yeah. live like prey, man. It's you gotta, are not prey. got to learn one way or another. They, you they are gonna pay. not prey they gonna pay. Said, one way or another. What did they say? Said, said, what is, how does the saying go? Said, custodius ipsos custodius. I I've never heard that. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a Latin saying that, Latin. that means who guards the guardians. Oh, okay. Who watches? Okay, gotcha. Who watches the guardians? Yeah. So, I was on something me. recently. Watch me. The watch me. Was it? Okay, yeah. That's but, what the police reminded me of. When I see the police now, it mm-hmm. reminds me of the watchman. Yeah. With the mask. And yeah. Shit. Yo. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Dude, like. Yeah. yeah. Have we been set up? <laughs> Have we been acclimated? Mm. Have we been hooked? Have we been programmed? Yeah. Oh, we definitely been programmed. But when I seen that's the first thing I thought of the first scene in the Watchmen. Yeah, 
when yeah. he pulled over the dude with the uh, watermelons. Yeah. yeah. Or the, no, the cabbage. The cabbage, yeah. yeah. That's the first thing I thought about. I man. Just seeing all these police with masks on. I was like, man, this we live in, this is we nice. live on HBO. Yeah. We on our way, man. Now, we're definitely, I uh, feel like we're in um, episode nine of 20. 2020 yeah and it's been a fucking ride <laughs> nigga mike tyson is coming back like everything is so bizarre Yo, right now we didn't talk about that yeah we did well, we, we did we yeah, did we talk did. about yeah, that yeah we, yeah, we did that. mike tyson is coming back vander holyfield they don't want that <laughs> he don't want that smoke man he don't want that smoke no. man he just chill out man yeah. just train do your thing but you don't want that tyson smoke right now nah we'll see how it go with mike he got like a lot to prove to himself Yeah And you don't want that When he was crying He said he felt yeah. like a bitch Yeah <laughs> nah, You don't want to be the, the No The, the Not the first guy Not the first not guy Not feeling like a bitch <laughs> Not yeah. the first guy at least no, Maybe number two or three Yeah, yeah The first dude got hell to pay I can't wait for all the headlines We was wrong Who who knew Mike Tyson Nigga me <laughs> Right <laughs> Mike Tyson decapitated 29 <laughs> <29-year-old>. year <laughs> old Man, that right to take a nigga jaw completely off. Completely. Yeah. Be yeah. like uh that jaw that uh your dog found. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's good pot, man. It's a good episode. Yeah, man. Glad we was able to maintain and keep it light, man, even though it's everything very heavy going time on. right now, man. And and you can even feel it. Nah, yeah. You can feel it in the city. Like I was I started to just take a drive down there just to take a look at things, mm-hmm. and I think I, I might do that today. I might do that when I leave here. Just mm-hmm. just take a quick drive through just to see. Yeah, they fucked the CNN building up. Get yeah. your bags ready, folks. Bug out bags. Get ready. <laughs> Listen to ep- was the episode five. I'm yes. talking about the bug out bags. Clean. Learn how to you know get you a firearm. I'm about to cop some new toys myself. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. think I'm finally I'm I'm about to I'm about to get on that. I'm yeah. about to go yeah. get me a uh, get registered and yeah. yeah. You could do it online now. It's a safety right. precaution, man. Yeah. You're not you're not being aggressive by doing that. You're not. You don't have to carry causing any yeah. trouble. You don't have um, to carry, don't you? People who have kids and stuff. You, there are a lot of different ways if you just want to keep them away from the knowledge of guns. But I find with, like, my godchildren and stuff, it's best that you just teach them about gun safety. This yeah. is not yeah. a toy. This is definitely a mature way This is something that you, you, can, yeah. you know, this is only in cases of emergencies. Mm-hmm. This is what can happen when you use this and explaining it to them. Yeah. Gives the uh, the weapon the sense of urgency that you will want it to have right. when you're locking it away in a safe. But at the end of the day, be safe according to, you know, what your family is on. How you know your, you run your family. And how your state, know your state laws. Know your state laws. Absolutely. If you're in Texas, just go buy that shit. Y'all ain't got to (laughs) have shit. Just buy it. Texas is wild, yo. Texas is the wild west. (laughs) So is Georgia. All right. right. Well, as we always do around this time. Right. Ah. Yes. Salute. Salute. Y'all have a great week. See y'all next week. The views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists, and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Oh, it's for you. It's for you. Oh, yeah, it's for my street niggas. 
you say fuck the police. One, two, three, fuck the police. Yeah, fuck them. Applaud any nigga. Damn right, I'm. We could lose a few of them. We got enough of them. My niggas on the corner, they be diving and dunking them. Bitches getting pulled over, end up fucking them. For real. And see, now we got these fake cops. They thought he had a gun. Made a mistake, cops. I hate cops. Turn on the TV. Is this another cop busted from illegal business? They out of control. They out of their minds. They pulling you over. They hopping inside. Just know you got drugs and know you got guns. And they know when they mad when they can't find none. Stupid. Don't you know they giving it the stash box? Then he be in and need a key to get in it. And he offended people suck my balls. All y'all off the wall. Get stupid, dog. Don't hold back. Don't let go. 